Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker, and thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I'm so excited to have you connected on today, wherever you are listening to this podcast. Know that we appreciate you and value you. We don't take it for granted. We know that uh, you can spend this time doing anything, but you have chosen to be a next level leader, to hear some principles that could help sharpen you. We believe iron does sharpen iron, and we believe that God has placed within all of us an extraordinary potential that needs to be developed, released. And so that's why we gather in this space every week, because Next Level Leader is about helping you understand and realize the amazing leader that you are. I would love to connect with you if you're listening to this podcast for the first time. I want to know where you are. I want to know a little bit more about you. Why don't you follow me at Joseph Walker 3? I would love to engage there. Of course, also, if you want books or content or things that I've written, make certain you go to josephwalker3.org. For that information. Listen, also, I'm incredibly excited. I mean, I'm excited to tell you that this is a podcast that's being shared with hundreds of thousands of people around the world. It's my desire to reach over a million, and you can help me do that by simply sharing this podcast with as many people as you can. Maybe someone shared it with you and you're hearing it for the first time because they were asked to do it because we want to see all of what's deposited in you come to fruition. Today, I'm going to talk about a subject that everybody has to deal with. If you're a leader at any capacity, you're going to have to learn how to reconcile change. And what I'm going to deal with today is how to manage emotions within the change. Let me tell you something. I have been uh, leading a congregation for over 30 years, and I've gone through different seasons in that church where people have been impacted by change. And as a consequence, I've had to work through the emotion of that. Now, typically as a leader, you often make the change and you move on. Those who get it, get it. Those who don't, well, you just say they don't get it. The fact is, is that true leadership is able to bring even your dissenters along and find a place for them within the change to show people what role and responsibility they have in helping to steward the vision that you have. So as a consequence, you have to understand a person's EQ. You've got to be willing to understand how the change is impacting them because every leader has to have his or her pulse on the emotional climate of the people that you lead. Let me give you some strategies that have worked for me, and I hope that they work for you. You know, when I wrote my dissertation at Princeton, one of the things that I realized is that change brings about anxiety. Now, what are you saying? I'm saying that whenever a thing that has been constant for many years and people have assimilated to a particular cultural way of doing things, once change is introduced, it brings a level of anxiety because in that moment, there's a lot of questions people begin to ask relative to whether or not that change is going to undermine the integrity of the organization, what's their role in it, et cetera, which I'll talk about very shortly. 
But all of us have anxiety when it comes to change. It's hard to kind of imagine. Sometimes you look in the mirror and you can see your body changing. It brings a level of anxiety because there's a natural tendency to try to resist the change. Well, you know, once a person's hair turns gray, they want to turn black, so they dye it. You know, a person begins to change physically certain areas of their body because change is setting in. There's a natural tendency to resist change. But today, I want you to embrace change and see it as your friend, see it as your ally and help you remain relevant. But it is important to understand that whenever you bring about change in an organization, a church, or what have you, expect it to bring about a heightened sense of anxiety among the people who will be directly impacted by that change. It happens in the workspace, marketplace. It happens in the church space. It doesn't matter. All of us have our own emotional response to how changes will impact us. Now, here's the deal. I think this is important because the second principle is kind of tied to the first. Change really causes us to wrestle with our significance. In other words, who are we? What will be our role in it? Am I still going to be needed? You see, there is a sense that those who are in the organization, who function in certain capacities, have certain positions, that they are really wrestling with, are they still needed once the change is employed? You see, because often change begins to eliminate certain roles and responsibilities. And so people begin to wonder about their worth, their value to the organization. And I believe it's important for you as a next level leader to help them understand that you have value, that you are part of this future of the organization. And as a consequence, it is critical that a person understands their significance within it. It's one of the things I have learned to do is grow with balance, shift with balance. Don't throw one demographic away because you're trying to reach another. But it's important to show everyone that everybody has skin in the game. Everybody has a role and responsibility. So people do wrestle with their significance. People who've held positions for a long time, and that's all they have known. The organization has literally been defined by that person's personality. And then once change comes or they see it coming, a lot of anxiety and that anxiety brings about a lot of anger, sometimes misplaced anger and frustration and emotions are all over the place because they just don't know where they fit. How often have you heard people in your organization say, I don't know where I fit anymore? It's because the change that you employed literally has brought about a level of anxiety and caused them to wrestle with their own significance. So that's why you have to understand it is not a grudge that's coming against you. It's grief. Let that sink in for a moment. Next level leader, when you are shifting an organization and you are experiencing rejection, resistance, it is not a grudge. Don't take this personally. It is actually grief. It is actually the person's processing of things that they have lost the inability to be who I have always been because now this change is forcing me to a different platform, a different way of existing in the world. And it is key that we understand that when people are grieving, they often hurt the people that they love the most. So today, as you begin to think about, begin to think about how change is going to impact your organization. Also begin to think about how many people in your organization are grieving the loss of the institution as they once knew it. That's really what this is. It is not a grudge. They missed the institution for what it was. It wasn't all bad. Some of it was, but not all of it. And so therefore, we have to learn as we are 
literally stewarding change among our people. Number four is how to recess the light. You know, I quote this all the time in scripture, men said in darkness and light was sprung up, but the darkness comprehended it not. So you have to understand that people who sit in darkness often can make darkness normative for light because if you sit in darkness long enough, you assimilate to the darkness and therefore your pupils expand and you know how to find your items in the dark. You learn how to dress in the dark. Someone comes in and it's dark in your room, it's dark in your home, and they come in from the 12 noon sun and step over your foot. The first thing you say is, you can't see? Well, it's because this person understood, watch this, this person understood that they have come out of the light into the dark space and they're trying to shift or pivot people to a place where they do not normalize the darkness for the light. Why is this important? What does it have to do with you? Because as you are sharing knowledge about your transition, about your change, you have to recess that light. You can't give it to them all at one time. You have to gradually, gradually recess that light so it's enough for them to actually palate so they can continue on. So many people just throw it out and don't recess that light. They just keep throwing it out and throwing it out until somebody has to say, I've done this in leadership. I'll give you a little now, let you chew on it. I'll give you a little bit tomorrow and let you chew on it. That's how it works in every area of our lives. We go through these seasons. It is critical that we recess the light, patient with people, allowing them to come into the revelation because we did not give it to them all at one time. But here's the next thing. I want you to really hear this. This is important. Show people where they fit in the change. Everyone has a place within the changing landscape of your organization. As a next level leader, you have to learn where people fit. Everybody has a significant role to play. And as a consequence, you've got to be willing to help people find their way. They're out there. They're searching. They are like deer in the headlight, looking at the change, wondering whether or not they're significant, whether or not they have a role to play, whether or not they're going to be engaged in the organization. All of these things are incredibly important. And that's why I want to tell you something. Find people a place to serve. Find people a significant place to be important, to make certain they understand that their role is valuable. Here is what I do all the time. As we grow organizations and situations, we constantly are bringing allies alongside us. So I want you to make certain you bring allies with you. Let people know you are a part of this team. You are a part of this team, meaning we don't have to always agree, but you have value and it is purpose that you be here now. Here's the next thing I want you to hear, and I'm, I'm loving this. I hope you are as well. But you have to invest in training so that you can take the people where you're going. You've got to be willing as a next level leader to help people get the training, the skill sets that they need in order for you to continue to do what you do. You see, the amazing thing is that a lot of people want to do better, but they just don't know how to. So therefore, their emotions are not necessarily pivoting with the change because there's a lot of shame, embarrassment, because they don't know how to do it. I want you to know, I really do, that as you are listening to this next level leader, 
You got to get the training necessary to accomplish the tasks that have been set before you. Never get stale in your training and your development, but always be open-minded to hear, to listen, to see. It is so incredibly important. So make certain that you get your team trained, not on where you've been, but on where you're going. It could be completely alien to the culture and climate of your organization, but make certain you put a premium on training. But watch this. I want to just review. Because as we understand change brings about anxiety, yes, the moment a change hits our home, something occurs, there's a level of anxiety about this or that. And as a consequence, it moves us into the idea how changes causes us to wrestle with our own significance. Whether or not we actually are significant, whether or not it matters that our involvement, that we have value, that this is actually occurring in our lives. We also have to make sure we recess the light. When I say recess the light, we want to make sure that we bring revelation to people at a pace in which they could actually receive it. I talked about, and I didn't skip it, but I did, (laughs) but not having a grudge, but knowing it's grief. That the attacks that occur over your life, it's really people who are struggling with their own grief, trying to figure out what happened to the institution and then what is their role going to be in it. And then helping people know where they fit. You have a role and a responsibility within the change, but then helping people invest in the training so that they can move into the place where you are taking them. Number seven, as we get better to close this, don't compromise the change to accommodate limited capacity. Now, listen to me. There's so many people that have limited capacity. They don't have the ability to keep going and you keep accommodating it. You keep downsizing your vision to accommodate inadequacy, incompetence. No, as the next level leader, people have to come up to where you are. Come up to where I am. Raise the bar of responsibility, raise the standard. You cannot just accept average. You've got to be willing to let people know that we will not compromise our vision, our change, just because of your limited capacity. There are people that do it all the time and always get stuck and never move out. But today, we're making a declaration. We want people who have the capacity around us to go where we're going and to be willing to do the things necessary to take the organization to another level. Ladies and gentlemen, this was a critical lesson today. It's one of those teachings that I believe every single person needs to hear. I believe with all of my heart, I believe that when you hear a message like this, a podcast like this, it should trigger something in your spirit because Change does affect us. It affects our emotions in deeper ways. And we have to be willing to process that and ask ourselves, how has this impacted me, affected me, and my job, my family, et cetera? Pull myself together, dissect the situation, understand about through apathy how others may be feeling, and come to a generalization that change is inevitable. But you, if you adapt, help others do it, you'll be a part of that change forever as a next level leader. That's who we're called to be. So I want to thank you. I want to thank you so much for listening in. I want to thank you for being a part of this podcast. 
I want you to follow me. Don't forget to follow me at Joseph Walker 3. Make sure you go get my books and content at josephwalker3.org. And I am grateful and thankful for all of you who tune in. Let me know what platform you were hearing this podcast and let us know what ideas and subjects you'd like to hear us teach on and share. It's our desire and our goal that you become the leader God has placed you on the plan to become. I'm so thankful for all of you. Thank you for tuning in and may the Lord bless you real good. That's my prayer. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting.